Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to Elders past, present, and emerging. Today we're diving deep into the upcoming Virgo full moon. The Virgo full moon will take place on Tuesday, the 7th of March at 11.40pm in Sydney, 12.40pm in London, 7.40am in New York and this week I did a reading for a beautiful listener in Austria, so let's say 1.40pm in Vienna. I just want to preface this by saying March is a pretty big month astrologically. Some major shifts are taking place with some of the big planets and there is no way we are not going to feel this. I'll dive deep into them a little more as they happen and of course go into them more in depth in the bonus subscriber episodes. But we're basically looking at Saturn moving into Pisces next week, Pluto moving into Aquarius and Mars finally moving out of Gemini. Thank God. Do you know Mars has been in Gemini since August last year? Yeah, which is a ridiculously long time for Mars to stay in one sign. And if you remember correctly, it was because of that bloody Mars retrograde that kicked in in December, right? So that's why it's been there for so long. And it's finally moving out. This Virgo full moon essentially kicks off this big March energy, right? It's also going to prove to be quite a karmic month mostly because of Saturn's transition into a new sign. So with the moon in Virgo, the sign of the healer, I wouldn't be surprised if your ability to be soothed and healed under this new moon is directly correlated with your karma. (laughs) Wait, that sounds ominous. I don't mean it like that sounds. And also, every time I say karma, I want to sing a Taylor Swift song. Let me explain myself. This is... A beautiful time to be wrapping up or cutting karmic ties that are connected to your Saturnian lessons. For example, how to spot a Saturnian lesson. If you look back to December 2020 until now, Saturn has been in Aquarius. Perhaps you were moving through some relationship stuff at that time. Perhaps a few lessons were thrown your way around relationships Now, as Saturn moves into a new sign, this is your opportunity to be rewarded karmically for evolving and growing through those relationship lessons. Or if you've still been walking around with a blindfold on, ignoring them, 
Well, Saturn may just hit you with a whopper of a lesson as it shifts signs, right? Use this moon as your opportunity to discover what needs to be learnt, what needs to be put to bed, and in true Virgo essence, what self-care needs to take place in order for you to get the most out of this potent March energy. Virgo classically is the sign of the servant. And this isn't really about serving others as as much as much as it is about learning more about the self through being of service, right? It's a method of self-discovery. What are you discovering about yourself through your service? You see Virgo, the sign of perfection, precision, and analysis focuses on one thing they're good at, usually their work, and then dedicates themselves to being of service to that thing, right? often doing everything within their power to be precise and perfect. An unattainable goal, I might add, to any of my fellow Virgo friends out there. I um, have a real-world example. Would you guys like to hear it? Uh, Actually happened just last night, so it's a freshie. I was talking with a good friend on the phone, and he said to me, do you know that when I ask you a personal question... You give me what could be interpreted as a calculated response. There is such a precision in the information you choose to share. (laughs) My Virgo moon took it as a compliment, but I don't think it was meant as one. And when I really thought about it, it was kind of eye-opening for me because you see, as a Virgo moon, I have worked my entire life as a writer slash journalist, trying not to bury the lead, yeah? Getting the information over in the clearest and most concise way that I can without even realizing I've perfected this service in my personal life too, yeah? So he was looking for messiness, for rawness, for unabridged honesty, where I was delivering perfection and precision in a really clear and concise manner. Yeah, And I know that's a weird example, but it is an example of how Virgo can hone the service they think they give to the world. And mine is clarity of message. Like I pride myself on clarity of message because it's always been part of my work, but it actually filters into every part of who I am. So I have a therapy session tomorrow to deal with all of this. (laughs) This thing I just found out about myself overnight. And the reason I wanted to share it was because I think it's a good way of understanding Virgos in general and in turn yourself under this full moon. Where are the lessons in understanding yourself better through being of service to what you dedicate yourself to? Virgos are often touted as the OCDers of the Zodiac. And please, please know I'm not throwing that term around lightly. I understand that it is a disorder, and we do use that word as if it's just a clean freak. But again, this idea of Virgos needing to have everything in order really is about where they find emotional security, right? And it comes back to this aim of perfection and precision. 
I remember an ex of mine who actually was diagnosed with OCD. God bless him. He could not for the life of him (laughs) understand the Virgo OCD correlation. He was a Taurus. Don't think that matters, but good knowledge to have. He was like, he used to say to me, shouldn't your Virgo moon keep this house tidier than it is? (laughs) And I tried to explain to him that the chaotic nature of my five Gemini placements found it difficult not to be in chaos at all times. But I tried to explain to him that although I'm not regimented about keeping things in perfect order, my soul wants to. Yeah, my soul wants order. And I feel unstable and anxious when things aren't in order, right? This is why I'm not so great at spontaneity. I'm getting better, getting better. I feel a return to a sense of equanimity when everything is exactly how it should be, right? So I tell you this for two reasons. The first reason is you might feel something similar under this full moon. The second reason is it's a very good time to look at what area of your life needs a little bit of a zhuzh, yeah? I find that under a Virgo full moon, that areas of life that need a little tidy up, a little less chaos, are often illuminated. The objective of Virgo is to perfect the self through what it does. Virgo must keep busy and be useful, And its strategy requires routine and organization. However, can you apply this to yourself rather than obsessing about fixing everyone else? Can you focus on your health and well-being without seeking perfection or precision? Are you able to open up to allow yourself to remain open to observing reality, i.e. being a little bit more Pisces? rather than getting bogged down in the minutiae of reality, a la Virgo, right? It's Pisces season, remember? So we've still got all those Pisces lessons. And then we get this full moon in the opposing sign. It's like, hey, (laughs) I'm just going to confuse you a little bit, right? So can we still have that observation of reality that Pisces demands of us? The awareness that reality is only what we make it without getting bogged down in the minutiae of Virgo going, yeah, but how can we how can we make this more perfect? What's the practical application of this? All right, let's have a look at some ways to work with this Virgo full moon. Clean up your shit, yeah? <laughs> it's the last full moon before the Aries new moon where it's the new astrological year, right? And I don't know about you, but when I give myself time to rest and fall into a dreamlike Pisces state, which we've all been doing the past week or so, past couple of weeks, things can go a little awry at home. So use the energy of this full moon to create space, clear out the house, the wardrobe, the car, you know, whatever you need to clear out. Maybe it's your mind to make way for the fresh energy expected in the next couple of weeks with the next lunar cycle. This also includes any unresolved conversations or arguments, any open loops, emails that weren't answered, negotiations still open. You get the picture, right? In true Virgo essence, might be a really good time to make a list. Check it twice. (laughs) 
find out who's naughty and who has been really nice. <laughs> I'm tired. It's the end of the day. Okay. It's honestly a Virgo's favorite thing to do to make a list. So if you really want to channel that energy, I highly recommend. I suggest a list of what needs to be released, a list of how to progress forward on something that's kept you stuck, a list for anything really, as long as it has a purpose and keeps you accountable. Silence your inner critic. Virgo has a tendency to be hypercritical, especially of self. Yeah. Watch that this week and instead practice self-acceptance. Hop out of your head and into your heart. And also, when we look at criticism of others, we all know by now that if we're being triggered by somebody else and we're critiquing someone else, it's usually because they're mirroring something within us. I know it's such a boring psychological trope, but it's true. It's true. Uh, Create a routine. A good place to start might be with your health. Very Virgo. But it could also be around work or school drop-off or even your bedtime routine. But it has to be nourishing, right? No restriction. Nourishing rather than restrictive. This is where Virgo gets themselves into trouble. They're like, yeah, routine. It's good. It's good for me. It's good for everyone. And then they become obsessed with the routine and it becomes a chore or they're beholden to it, right? So fluidity Pisces fluidity within a Virgo routine Uh, and then lastly be of service Virgos love to serve so ask yourself how can I be of service to others and to myself yeah and it could be as simple as a smile at a stranger and a smile at yourself in the mirror just ensure that if you are being of service perhaps you're volunteering or perhaps you're stepping up at work or perhaps you're showing acts of service within your relationship or whatever it might be, right? Just make sure you're filling up your own cup as well, okay? Because sometimes Virgos forget about it. That's the Virgo full moon, guys. What a short app. We kind of just got to the point. Love that for us. Um, if you are not a subscriber yet, a bonus episode dropped this week. We spoke about the astrology of the week, including Venus conjuncting Jupiter and Chiron in Aries. Lots to say on relationships there and a bunch of other astrological things. I also spoke about the psychic indicators in your natal chart. You might have seen the post on Instagram about that. We dive deep into the different types of psychics and how to spot it in your natal chart. And I also answer a subscriber question about a particular placement in her seventh house that she has heard means that she is doomed for divorce. If you want to become a subscriber and get that bonus episode and all the bonus episodes that have come before it, you get access to the archives as well. Just need to click the link in the show notes of this episode. Um, And then Ascendant members, which is the highest tier, it's $20 a month, get access to the Virgo Full Moon Circle and that will drop on Monday. A really, really beautiful way to connect to the Virgo full moon. If you're interested in having your natal chart read, I've got a couple of spots left in March. Um, Otherwise, April is wide open, wide open and ready to be booked in. I know that sounds forever away, but like I always say, the month rolls around 
whether you want it to or not. Do I always say that? I don't think I've ever said that. But you know what I mean. April will be here eventually. So get yourself booked in. I've also um, introduced transit and progression readings. So if you've had your natal chart read with me in the past and you're like, but I want more Jord, what do I do? (laughs) Have you guys ever thought that? Um, Book in for a transit and progressions reading and we can have a look at what's coming up for you. Uh, We can do six months or we can do 12 months. It's a really good time. Like if you feel like there's a lot of energy, um, there's a lot of big stuff happening Sometimes it's really good to have a look at what's actually going on astrologically so you can understand it better and see where the growth and the lessons are in it for you. Yeah, so that's a transits and progressions reading. And if you want to book a reading, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. All right, I'll be back next week. I've got a very special episode for you next week. Stay tuned for that. Until next moon, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.